in what scenarios can you gain weight and lose muscle at the same time? Because it's not possible for everyone, is it? Muscle gain is a painfully, painfully, painfully slow process. I'm not saying it's painful. It's painfully slow. That's an old school myth. You do not need to eat loads and loads and loads and loads of food to force yourself into growth. You're just unnecessarily putting on loads of weight and harming your health and well-being. Welcome to the Stronger, Fitter, Happier podcast. I'm your host, Vin, and today I am joined by my co-host, Nick Shah. Hey, how you doing? All good, all good. How are you? Yeah, really good, thanks. All right. Well, I don't know why we asked each other that, because we asked each other off air. Anyway, let's get on with today's episode. Today's episode is all about muscle gain and fat loss. So we had a question over on our Instagram stories by somebody who is soon to join Body Beyond, and she asked, how do you lose weight and gain muscle at the same time? This is something that we are going to be helping you do, but we thought let's make a whole podcast episode about it and get into real details rather than, you know, just giving um, the the kind of the glossy side of it on, on stories. So, Nick, do you want to start this off? Let's get yeah. right into it. It's like the golden question almost, isn't yeah, it? Gain it muscle is. and drop body fat at the same time. It's like an ideal for everyone. Um, should we, before we start, should we just um, clarify who we are talking to? So, like generally, the type of people that ask this question to us. Yeah, yeah. So usually a beginner or someone that's um, someone that's new to training, um, wants to change their body composition, but doesn't exactly know like what it is that they want to do they know that they want to maybe drop a few kilos or or get a little bit tighter in certain areas um but they want a little bit more definition in their body in other areas Mm. i think is a sort of good um good example yeah normally we we get this question asked by by women and ladies who are relatively slim but they also have body fat and potential like areas like maybe they're their legs or their their bum or their stomach and that's areas they want to get rid of but then they they are happy with other areas potentially again their legs their arms their face and they don't want to lose too much weight so they're almost like between they're they're quite slim in clothing they want they want to look more defined and toned just overall like maybe in a I don't know however they want to look and wherever but they also want to gain a bit more muscle and look more muscular and a bit more athletic for example yeah um, and then usually with males, we get asked this question who are, I, w- I don't like using this term, but skinny fat, like yeah. where they feel like they're skinny, but at the same time they are overweight. And it, it's like a bit of a in between they feel they're at. And I'm not saying it's it's true. That's where they're at. It's just what they feel they are at. And I've been in that position myself where um, you almost feel like you're not quite defined and toned to be lean but you're not either muscular, like you want to get some more muscle on you as well. Yeah. So those are the type of people that usually ask this question, not generally people who are, um, who are not really happy with their weight and really want to lose weight. And they're not people who generally are quite muscular and want to gain more muscle. It's, it's usually the, the, the the people that obviously clearly want the both of them. (laughs) So yeah, now that we've got that defined, how can that person, who's in that stage do this so a period of maintenance would probably be like a good starting point um or defining what it is that they sort of want 
straight off the bat as well. So I don't know, it's kind of on the fence and it, it depends sort of answer and it depends on the individual. I, I mean, the way that I would approach it is either with a period of maintenance calories, maintaining weight and enjoying training and building muscle, or maybe even going into like a slight sort of fat loss phase mm. initially and then building muscle from there. So you saying it can happen? It, yeah, yeah, to a certain extent it can happen. Yeah. So before we go into how can someone make this happen, why don't we talk about what circumstances it yeah. can happen in? So we've, we've identified who is the type of person that will be asking this question. We've said it, you can lose weight and gain muscle at the same time. Now, in what scenarios can you gain weight and lose muscle at the same time? Because it's not possible for everyone, is it? No, no. Um, and there's like very few scenarios where it can happen. So one of them is being completely new to training, like a newbie. Um, yeah, so complete beginner to training. Yeah, complete beginner to training. Um, if you're a, a performance enhanced enhanced athlete or individual. Um, taking drugs, basically. Taking drugs, let's let's yeah, say what it is. Steroids. Yeah, taking steroids. Uh, if you're taking steroids, yeah, you can do the both at the same time. Uh, if you're coming off of a period of like a long period of being detrained, potentially like coming out of lockdown, if you didn't go to the gym or something for the whole year or, or however long, or if it's an injury, for example, um, that's another time that it can happen. I think those are the three scenarios I've got that are coming to the top of my head. Have I missed any? There is one that I would say is um, if you have a considerable amount of body fat as well. Yeah. But then the other the other three actually match up as well. So if you have a considerable amount of body fat um, and then you are a relatively new to training or you're detrained or you're coming off an injury where you've lost muscle and you're regaining it again, like muscle memory kind of thing, um, or you're taking drugs. And yeah. when I say drugs, I don't mean like cocaine. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about performance enhancing drugs like anabolic steroids. So... Those are the circumstances you're going to do both, lose weight and gain muscle. And those are the circumstances you're going to do it significantly. So you're going to see... It's like a simultaneous thing, isn't it? Yeah, you're going to actually see visible changes in the mirror where you're getting leaner, but you're also potentially getting a little bit more muscular. So those are the circumstances you're going to see it in, but over a a long period of time. So I'm talking about 6 to 12 months, Mm -hmm. you'll see those types of results in. And the reason I'm saying that is because muscle gain is a painfully, painfully, painfully slow process. I'm not saying it's painful. It's painfully slow. Yeah. Um, it takes a long period of time for you to accumulate a decent amount of muscle that you can visually see in the mirror. Yeah. So let's it's say you like, gained a pound of muscle yeah. in a month, which for a beginner may, may be possible. It's probably on the lower side, but even for a beginner, that may be possible. But you're not going to see that at all. Like, you won't even notice that you've gained a pound of muscle. You don't know where, yeah. It's it's distributed all over your body, especially if you train all of your body. Unless you just literally train one bicep, you may not start (laughs) to notice, like, some gains in the biceps. But if you took measurements across your body, you wouldn't even see, like, a millimeter up. Yeah. Um, there is a stat of like how many centimeters you can expect to see. Um, I've seen it somewhere. I don't know if it's research driven, but I've seen someone post about it where they said something about um, for every pound or kilo you gain of weight, you can you can see an X amount on your um, 
biceps or whatever, like an increase in size. And it was a when the reason why I'm even bringing it up, whether it's factual or not, I don't know. The reason I'm bringing it up is because when I read it, I was a, I was quite shocked by how many kilos you have to gain to actually see an, a centimeter increase in circumference. I don't mean like up from the arm. How many kilograms peak. is it? Do you know? I don't know. I, oh, I haven't. Okay, I don't okay. know. If the, I don't even know if it's factual. So I don't want to like actually oh, put okay, it out okay. there. Okay. But if it was factual, it'd be believable because okay. of um, the rate it was. So yeah. Yeah, I think muscle gain as well. It takes a lot of consistency. Whereas like fat loss, you can almost go week in, week out, like in a good sort of fat loss period, seeing some like visual differences. Mm. And whereas in the muscle gain period, it's really about being consistent and not becoming sort of disheartened like it's not going to come on unfortunately overnight i mean we'd love it if it did but yeah. yeah so those are the three scenarios that you're going to be kind of um losing weight and gaining muscle at the same time so if you fit that criteria then yeah you can do this if you don't if you're like a relatively experienced like i mean i'm talking experience i'm talking about one year into training um regularly consistently training um, and having a solid training, training program, program yeah. I don't mean like, you know, you're just following some, you're doing just loads of cardio, you're doing fluff work, or you just go to the gym and do really light weights because you haven't been training enough, you haven't created enough stimulus. But if you've been training on a solid program, you, you've been applying the principle of uh, progressive overload where you're consistently improving and, you know, increasing the amount of weight you're using and building and noticing strength gains then you would be classed as a, a, a intermediate to like relatively like you, you've gone past the beginner stages basically. Yeah. And you're not likely to see that change. And if you are on the leaner side, so I'm not talking about ripped, I'm not talking about super lean, but if you are like, if you have less body fat on you, you're, you're less likely to kind of see those, those same time benefits unless you're a complete beginner again. So what I would say to anyone who's there is just focus on one or the other. Focus on fat loss or focus on muscle gain. I'm not saying you can't do both at the same time. It's just your progress is going to be so slow that you'll probably be demotivated by one or the other. Focusing on two different things at once. Yeah. yeah. So focus on one or the other. But if you are listening to this and you, you feel like you're in between, you want to lose weight, you want to gain muscle... And you're a beginner, you're, you're train, you're, you're, you've just come away from an injury or a big break from training, um, or you are taking drugs. I don't know why you're listening to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> because we're not the type of people to be giving you advice. But, um, if you are listening, then yeah, you're going to be going for it. And this is, this is how you do it. So Nick, you'll take it away. <laughs> so we're talking about, um, how to gain muscle and build at the same time. Okay, so um, you probably want to start off at a period of maintenance or just hovering around sort of maintenance calories. You don't, I think there's almost a big myth like, you know, what is it? Eat big to get big and all of that sort of stuff, Mm. right? Yeah, so like all of those like uh, sort of motivational things that people say around sort of putting on weight and things like that. It doesn't have to be that drastic. In fact, we know that sort of the biggest stimuli for, for muscle growth is providing that stimulus through training. So once you've got a solid training program in place and you're consistently following it, I'm not talking about, you know, two days, one week, and then the next week you take off and then you jump back on for another three days. I mean, like consistently, you know, 
however much your training program allows for three days a week four days a week but doing that consistently is number one um, and then sort of eating enough calories to one supplement muscle growth which would be getting enough protein in you but two also to supplement um, your training because you want to be going into your sessions having the energy to provide that muscle stimulus like you don't want to be going into your sessions feeling drained feeling weak not being able to progressively overload consistently um, I don't know if that was all a jumble was that clear <laughs> no no it's clear but what what I would um, I would disagree with you one place is that they're not necessarily if they're eating at maintenance yeah they'll they'll grow they'll gain muscle but that's probably not going to help them lose body fat no actually i'm wrong i am wrong sorry they, that will help them lose body fat but not in kilograms in percentage so yeah. what i mean by that is this is i wanted to bring this up a bit later but while we're here well, we might as well go for it if you want i see a lot of especially women making this mistake where they are relatively slim, um, they don't have much muscle, but they're trying to get toned. And what happens is you do not have enough muscle to show off when you do lose body fat. So when you are losing body fat, you're going to a stage where you're like, oh, you know, my, my legs are looking too slim or, you know, I've had it where I'm, I feel gaunt in the face, but my, my stomach still hasn't got abs. It's because you don't have enough muscle underneath or a solid foundation to show that you have abs. I'm not saying you don't have abs, you do, but you're going to have to get so lean um, to see any any like kind of definition because you don't have great amounts, great amounts of muscle. For example, a really, really easy example is if you look at Nikhil, his arms are slightly bigger than mine or maybe even a, a lot bigger than mine. Whereas mines are smaller. So when Nikhil flex, say we're at the same percentage of body fat, I don't know, we're both 12% body fat, Nikhil's arms will look more defined, more muscular than mines will, simply because he has more muscle on his body. Yeah. And if he gained more muscle um, body fat, his arms may still look better than mine or more defined than mine because he has more muscle on his body. Yeah. So like there's so many guys you may look at and you think, oh my God, how is he, how is his abs popping out? Or a woman, like an athlete, you may look at and you're just like, oh, she's, she's got like abs, but her legs aren't as toned. I'm, I think my arms and legs are more toned than hers, but my abs aren't showing. One, it could be to do genetics and hers just are different to yours. So she shows them more. Mm -hmm. The other thing is probably because she's got more muscle in that area. Yeah. So it looks more defined and more muscular. That's why some women will have like super toned legs, um, but then maybe look like bigger and, you know, they have more body fat, but then you have like, you know, don't have much definition in your legs, but you're slimmer. Yeah, absolutely. It happens a lot. Um, so what I would suggest doing is gaining more muscle which you can do at maintenance. So if you're eating at maintenance, um, maintenance calories, you won't be losing much body fat, but you'll be gaining more muscle. And as you're gaining more muscle, your body fat percentage will decrease. Yeah. Even though you're not losing weight on the scale. So what I mean by that is body fat percentage is obviously done by your the ratio of your lean muscle 
which is like water, bones, um, you know, lean muscle tissue, like muscles, in comparison to the level of body fat you have all over your body, internal organs everywhere. But as you increase your muscle mass, so say you increase the kilo of muscle, you would decrease your body fat percentage. Yeah. And this is, again, a very slow process. But if you did that over a one, two, three-year period, you will notice that you look more defined, you look more muscular, and you look leaner, even though you haven't actually lost body fat in kilos, you've lost it in body fat percentage. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, it makes sense. The other way then I'm guessing is that you were referring to was going then into a slight deficit. Yeah. Going into a slight deficit, allowing yourself a decent amount of protein and then sort of reaping the rewards of both then. So you're dropping body fat at a decent rate, well, quick enough to, so that it's motivating and not such a slow process. Yeah, exactly. So people who are beginners or detrained or all the other, you know, the ones that we said, you have body fat to lose. So what happens is, Training is a stimulus. Training is what is, you're basically signaling your body, you know, I've done some damage to the muscle, go and repair it. Right, yeah. Go go and get some food in you, repair that um, damage I've done and grow and become bigger, become stronger. Like heal the, the wounds you've made in training almost. Yeah, so that's what you do when you train. When you go and eat, you're, sig- you're basically allowing your body to recover, heal, you know, progress, whatever in a deficit you may be going but i'm not providing my body enough calories to do that to repair i'm I'm making it disappear what you're doing is you're, you're removing fat from your fat cells so in a calorie deficit when you're eating less calories than you burn you're removing fat from your fat cells what you can then do is as a beginner use those fat cells or use the fat that's come out of the fat cells to help build muscle. Um, and you do need to eat enough protein because protein is the building block of muscle, all of these things. So let's just assume you're eating enough protein. So f- before you even go into the calorie deficit, all of that, make sure you're eating enough protein, protein about yeah. around a pound of, um, sorry, around a gram of protein per pound of body weight mm-hmm. is, is a good ideal amount. Yeah, and spreading it out through the day will even improve it even further. So if you're doing that and you're in a calorie deficit and you meet the other, you know, um, criterias of, you know, you're, you're, you're a beginner, you're detrained or you're coming back off an injury, then you're going to be able to utilize that fat to build muscle if you have enough of it. Yeah. If you're really lean, then that's not going to happen. You'll start eating into muscle mass yeah, as opposed to gaining muscle. So if you have some body fat to lose, you meet the other criteria, get into a deficit, not a big one, not a crazy one, a small one. Yeah. Um, and then, does it. yeah. And then build from that point and you'll be able to, you'll be able to basically see the results that you want. And if you're not, if you don't meet that criteria, you're still quite lean, but you're someone like, for example, I'm not exactly lean at the moment, but I want to build muscle. What what should I do? I should get into maintenance and gain muscle from there. Do you see, like what Nikhil suggested? Eat to gain, um, 
weight at maintenance. You don't necessarily need to bulk. Is there anything you want to add to the the, the bulking thing? No, people- I was, um, was going to say like, how would you then suggest if someone is, you know, if it's happening at the right rate, like rate, how do you know if, if this is happening at the right rate and what sort of things would you need to be looking out for to make sure that you're gaining muscle? In terms of results, like how do you measure the results? Yeah. How do you know that you're eating at the right level? You're not taking it too far? Like, you know. I would say that you need to do it by your strength marker. So if you find that you're not improving in the gym in terms of your strength's not going up, you're not, uh, I don't mean week on week, but over a period of time, like three to six months, you you haven't noticed significant changes in the amount of weight you're lifting. Um then I would say you're probably not gaining muscle. Yeah. And I say six months because at the start you're just gonna you're just gonna have neurological adaptations, yeah, especially if you're new to training, fast, that yeah. you're just going to get stronger because of like motor neurons firing at the same time and becoming more in sync and all these things that you you see when you first start training. But if you if you like say six months, twelve months, you haven't gained significant amounts of muscle over that period of time. I mean strength over that period of time you probably haven't gained much muscle yeah so that's probably the best way and then your performance like if you if you're you know doing well but for anybody else who doesn't fit into that criteria i wouldn't even try to lose weight and gain muscle at the same time you can't you have to do one or the other at least yeah you're just not going to see enough progress for you to be motivated enough when you're in a calorie deficit yeah um and at a maintenance period, you're going to see muscle gain. But the muscle gain you're going to see is, should I say, only significant over a long period of time, like yeah. a, a year at least. So yeah. eat at maintenance, but for a year. <laughs> yeah. And you'll maybe see some, maybe some visible so difference in the some, Yeah, some sort of push. So like yeah. in, in summary, basically, the only there's only a, a handful of scenarios that you could do both simultaneously. If you're new to yeah. it, a beginner, if you're coming off a period of not training or if you're detrained or coming off an injury or something, or if you're taking drugs and on steroids. Other than that, our advice would be to, at least at the beginning anyway, focus on one or the other. Um, understand where you fall and what you want to focus on and then take it from there. Absolutely. And then just be patient for everybody else. Just eat at maintenance. Try not to gain loads and loads of body fat by, you know, eating overeating because it's, you literally do, that's an old school myth. You do not need to eat loads and loads and loads and loads of food to force yourself into growth. You're just unnecessarily putting on loads of weight and harming your health and well-being. Both like, because you don't like how you look and also... Because just, just gaining loads un- of body fat is not a, a fat, healthy yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to do it for a long period of time, which you need to do to gain muscle. Absolutely. So just be patient. Just uh, change your marker of progress. Don't focus on, I need to gain loads of muscle. I mean, I need to gain loads of muscle, like visually and looking in the mirror. You know, focus on like enjoying eating more food enjoying the energy that comes with it enjoying you know the increase in testosterone to the increase in your libido increase in all the benefits like that comes from 
better appetite control from and eating then, at yeah. maintenance. And then with time, you'll see that sort of visual yeah. difference that you're after yeah. or the muscular difference that you're after. And yeah. also just the increases in training performance, like that yeah, you can give really more good. in your workouts and, you know, you have more energy and you're, you're so much more alert and you haven't got hunger pans all the time and Absolutely. all these benefits that come from eating at maintenance that people just dismiss. I agree. Absolutely. And also building a better healthy relationship with food. Like, yeah, it's a perfect mentally. time to, to, to actually build a healthier relationship with food as well, isn't it? Yeah. Because you're not measuring loads and loads and loads of things. You're not constantly like you can actually use your like hunger levels to determine whether you've ate enough and that sort of thing. Exactly. Exactly. I think that's a good place to end and um, wrap up unless there's anything you'd like to add. No, no, no. That was um, that was brilliant. All right. Thank you for listening. I hope that answers your questions. But if it's raised any more questions, feel free to send them to us. um, Either DM us on Instagram. My handle is Vin and Beyond Nikhil's is... It's Nikhil.s. That's N-I-K-H-I-I-L.s. I I know you tell me every week (coughs) to change it. It's coming Um, soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or just email us at vin at bodybeyond.co.uk or nick nick hill at um that's normally spelled by the way n-i-k-h-i-l (laughs) at bodybeyond.co.uk so and we'll um reply to you and then you know get get back to you whatever but if you have enjoyed that please leave us a review like share subscribe do all the good stuff and we will catch you on the next episode take care guys amazing bye-bye bye